Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. Anyone who wants to find me out there on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you can find me at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. Welcome to Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast, everyone. I'm excited today. I've known Jason for quite a while now. I'm very excited. Um, Jason is the owner and founder of Super Dogs and Super Yum right now. Uh, he's from Douglas, Georgia, um, which is located in Coffee County, as we just found out right before uh, we started recording, which I think we'll get into. But Jason, so first tell us about yourself. Um, tell us about how you sort of became a food entrepreneur and, and, and what your background is. Well, my background, I live in South Georgia. Um, I, you know, have an agri, it's, it's a lot of agriculture where I live. So that's what I did growing up. Um, kind of just happened into the food business, uh, almost by chance. And, um, I, I kind of took the ball and ran with it. So I had an opportunity, I did it. Um, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. I think it's pretty cool because a lot of people, you know, the world runs towards burgers, for example. So it's for people to go into hot dogs. And actually, there's some cool facts about a lot of people have started off and entrepreneurs have started off exploring their business on a smaller scale and doing what you're doing, which I love. Um, So tell me about why hot dogs, why that passion why where why in douglas georgia i mean just give me the the real whole rundown of of sort of your dna and your mindset of how you launched this thing okay uh well i have a um uh, a, some some ties to the business side of it uh that made me go into the hot dogs and um some sentimental sides um I'll I'll go back and tell you a quick story that my uh, my my grandmother I called her Granny. Um, she uh, that was the only thing I used to eat actually when I was little. So uh, right now my daughter only eats chicken, but uh, r- for me it was hot dogs. Uh, but that's not the reason why I went into the to the hot dog business. Um, it was just more of the business side of things. Uh, for me, it was convenient because I was a single person operation. Um, after looking at some of the groups in Facebook, a lot of the people that do similar things like food trucks and things like that, uh, they have multiple people and they can do multiple things. Uh, some have big operations, um, very nice uh, facilities and trucks that are you know very pricey um, for me starting out I didn't have that I wanted to limit my uh, expenditures uh, I kind of wanted to go big right at the beginning but uh, my brother uh, I have two older brothers and my uh, my brother was giving me a su- suggestion to kind of start small and see how it goes which was good advice. It's, it's good advice because there was a there was a learning curve, and you can do as much research as you want on things like that, but nothing teaches like experience. And um, it was the same for me. So I had to uh, learn and 
so as far as hot dogs go um it was just a convenient thing that uh also the health department uh department of environmental health required certain things in my area and so it was a kind of a made to heat up kind of a food i, yeah. I had to have uh they didn't quite know what to do with me because yeah, i had yeah. i had just only a hot dog cart and it wasn't an enclosed area so uh, with my uh setup i could only do a few things you know uh rethermalization is what they call it um or at least that's what my um department of environmental health uh contact called it so i went with that and uh, a few other things sausages and things uh big size hot dogs and uh other things kind of like the lunch hour crowd mainly yeah absolutely so let's talk about you you now have you've decided to do this like you're all in now you're going in for the cart like how do you choose to make yourself different number one um Mm -hmm. and number two how do you decide had a varied enough every day that you keep coming back people keep coming back every day um mm-hmm. or is it that people just come getting their staple thing two to three days a week i mean i mean i don't know but i've got to imagine that if you're you're different you probably have your loyal customers but you also have the people that are looking for s- something a little different every day so i was just looking to survive yeah. uh my market is very small yeah. Uh, so there's not going to be as many as much foot traffic in Douglas, Georgia, as there is in Macon, Georgia, or Atlanta, bigger towns. Um, some people might be able to uh, set up their vehicle or their food truck, for example, hot dog cart, just and in the in the public area. Uh, I tried that. Um, I tried that, and I limiting my expenditures i didn't want to travel uh, a long distance away from where i was so um i tried to stay right around where i lived in douglas and what happened to me was uh foot traffic is different than car traffic and there just wasn't enough foot traffic where i lived uh people would uh look at my setup they would see my signs and drive right on by you know yeah. and i had some really good locations um but it didn't ever uh work out for me so what i decided was to experiment and what i in my area what worked the best was um work facilities like distribution centers people that do not have long lunch hours um there's quite a few places where they don't have time to go get something to eat uh, at the McDonald's or whatever's in your town. Uh, they just have to eat something quick. And people get tired of vending machine yeah, uh, food. Absolutely. But there was a problem on my end, too, which was the kind of a short menu. I have a short menu, so yeah. I only have a few things. So I figured people are going to get tired of eating the same thing if I go to the same place. So um, what I ended up doing was it was a conscious choice on my part to 
rotate my locations. Um, there's one big facility that I go to, and I try to hit every shift. At Some of them are different times, but most of them are during the lunch hour. Um, and some of them are in the evening. So I, uh, I do that sometimes as well. Um, and then a couple of days I go to different locations, which, you know, I've able, I was able to stretch that out and, and I get this same customers come yeah. every, almost Absolutely. every day, of the, every day, you know, when I go to the Tuesday location, I, I get them every time they keep coming. So as far as variation goes to answer that question, I, I haven't really uh, varied it v very much except for uh kind of the uh the chips and cookies type thing yeah I, I try to vary that so i mean we've talked about it a little bit i mean uh, outside of this podcast but I, I and i'm always curious because i'm adventurous a little bit but i like my staples also so is it is it is most of the time i i mean i imagine um sorry about that in the audience i just hit the microphone with my hand i'm sure you just got a loud thud in your ear but it's um I mean, I'm like a sauerkraut type person. I sometimes I like mustard, sometimes I don't. Kind of a purist. I like my my hot dog the same. Gosh, I bumped the mic again. And um, but I talk with my hands. Sorry, audience. If anyone's seeing it on video, you can see I'm an Italian and my hands fly all over <laughs> the place. But it's um. But so I mean, do people usually go for the staples? I mean, how? Are they adventurous? And, and you mentioned a little bit about sausages and hot dogs. I mean, do you offer variation? I mean, so, I mean. Yes, I get, uh, my biggest seller are regular hot dogs. And I found out pretty quickly that people want a combo. And so I made it uh, kind of a combo deal with a, with a drink and uh, either a chip or cookie or something like that. Um, and then uh, I love, think I lost what I was thinking about. The sausage, maybe. Oh yes, uh, my biggest seller is the uh, the hot dog, and then I do offer a large hot dog, like uh, it's not really a foot long, but it's a, a bigger hot dog. And then sausage dog would be my number two ah. seller. Uh, it didn't always be was that way, but uh, uh, sausages people like sausages, and I find that most people. I've gotten to where I know what they want when they're coming up there, and they usually don't even have to say, but you know, one or two, you know, yeah. that, that's it. And uh, so it's kind of like uh, remember Norm coming into Cheers. You yeah, know, I know. know what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, generally now people know you're coming. They know your schedule. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they come in. I mean, do you find that 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 routine that people's faith in you knowing that you're there when you're moving around that helps out the business and and that helps gain traction in those areas as well seeing you there all the time uh yes and surprisingly uh i, I was surprised quite a bit because people would come up to me and they would tell me that uh they always look forward to me coming they would talk about me uh, you know about what day it is they were going to get hot dogs that day and of course that made me feel great absolutely uh, that le makes makes me feel like um, 
uh, I'm doing the right thing. Um, I'm serving good food, something that they enjoy also and that they're looking forward to. Uh, so that makes me feel really good uh, that I'm doing my job like I'm supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no, I mean, in food, it, it does ultimately come down to taste. You know, mm-hmm. we can talk about price a lot up and down, and, and that is, and you want to make sure you're giving value for your food and you're hitting the, the price point of your customers and what those customers are economically, you know, what they're willing to pay. But if you have good food, uh, within and you've matched those criteria and that's what it is. I mean, that's that's the end game that you're icing on the cake. Everything else, that loyalty means a lot. And so for you, um, you know, where where do you go from here now? I mean, you've sort of built this thing. We've talked about you're starting off small, which mm-hmm. means you're having the growth mindset. Yes. To grow. Um, and with that being said, I mean, and we've talked a little bit about you know marketing and advertising and what that means to you and sort mm-hmm. of the way your mind works and I can tell you're very internal and, and strategic in your mind and the way you go about things but but maybe I'm wrong no I try to be and um, but um, so I mean let's talk about a little bit about this I mean you know I'm not don't give away the farm but let's talk a little bit about I mean a lot of entrepreneurs truly you have to be internal most of the time i think it's hard to be external because you bounce around so many thoughts chase so many rabbits down the proverbial rabbit hole yeah you can and dig yourself in, into a big yeah, mess exactly. if you do a little bit of that yeah yeah i so, didn't mean to cut you off no no go ahead i would just let's let's chase a rabbit okay um usually i find that i talk too much <laughs> Uh, no, that's so, not going to be a problem on this podcast. Okay, well, I'll I'll try to rein myself in just a little bit, uh, but and also I want to be uh, you know try to answer your question as best I can. Um, but uh, as far as um, well, let me get more comfortable here for just a moment. Yeah. Um, I lost it. What was the? We were talking about marketing and, and as far as, as mindset. Yes, yeah. yeah, as, as far as marketing, um, I do have some uh, limitations on that. Um, I went for the basic stuff first, um, but you can go wild with uh, a marketing budget, but you have to understand who your market is. And what I mean is, um, if I'm only serving uh, a certain group of people in a certain place that maybe you can see me uh, from traffic driving by, but maybe you can't, you know, marketing like a like a radio uh, advertisement wouldn't really do me yeah, much good. Exactly. Uh, more signage uh, might help. So I try to think about things like that. I'm not turned off to any one uh, one kind of marketing, but some kinds of marketing are more effective than others. I've kind of thought about as far as the marketing goes, when things get bigger, you want to hit people with multiple kinds at the same time. That was something I've always remembered. Uh, so hopefully I can get to that part one day 
Um, and what I want to go towards the future, what I'm aiming towards, uh, I made some um, monetary goals each year, and I want th want uh, want there to be stable income. Yeah. Okay. So. I'll, I'll, st I'll back up and, and kind of include what I did from the start, which was uh, I got people familiar with me. So I spent some uh, times at uh, certain locations, maybe for a week at a time. But then after a certain period of time, I noticed that the, the, um, the numbers would drop. So that's when I started juggling my locations. I would go maybe one day a week at one place and then people would be looking forward to me coming yeah. you know so they were you know leave them wanting you know don't don't stay too longer too much longer than necessary and then people don't want it anymore that sort of thing um and the reality is even if people are going out to eat they're not going to mcdonald's five days a week or to mm -hmm whatever a chick-fil-a or whatever your whatever it is that you're trying to run out and cram in during lunch um so they like the variety anyway so you're basically per giving them the ability to not choose all the time um mm -hmm. it's just becoming part of what the way you do it they get to choose you when you're there and when you're not there you're not there so they're getting variety mm -hmm. regardless of having to make a choice well, I agree with that. Um, I, I guess I was going a little more simple because I, I figured that uh, the bottom line, you know, the, the, as far as the dollars coming in, um, people would get turned off if I, was, uh, if I was at my busiest place of the week every day of the week. They would get turned off uh, pretty quickly because of my short menu. Yeah. I only have a certain number of things uh, yeah. But going back to those other people out there that may be listening, um, if your menu is greater and you've had success at one location, I encourage you to do that. It's a lot easier that way. Um, but in my case, uh, I was in that smaller market. I feel like a little bit smaller of a market that can support. Uh, I, they couldn't quite support what I was trying to do. Uh, so that's what I did to uh, kind of help myself out. Yeah, I understand. So I, I think you talked about building loyalty. So you went to places. People are now familiar with you. You're part of the mm -hmm. brand, the super dog. You know, we, we, you know, we can talk about designing logos a thousand times, but you have a logo, but people are obviously now looking for you also because you're part of that mm -hmm. brand. So you mentioned moving around and stuff like that so explain to me the logistics of how you manage that like you're going to different locations all the time so are you managing different volumes based on your location i mean we don't need to get into exact details but more or less like every day you're having to juggle it based on the park you're going to um mm -hmm. you know and how do you get there how do you get all your stuff there um well, my setup is uh, built on a trailer, Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty easy to uh, hook it to my vehicle and, and move it to wherever I need to. Um, and then I keep other, th other things in the back of my vehicle. I have a, uh, like a 
cover over the back of the bed of the truck, which was a uh, a business expense. I considered it uh, because I can carry a lot more things in the back of the truck if it's covered up, and it's be you know I don't have to worry about rain that sort of thing. So I keep my cooler back there, propane uh, supplies that sort of thing, um, and I just you know it's just me and my wife and we have three kids so i do have to drop off my kids in the morning at the school i come back i get ready uh i make stuff fresh in the mornings like my coleslaw uh i know you're big on coleslaw right yeah absolutely uh, i love coleslaw kidding. i'm just I kidding. Do. kidding i love it it's my one of my favorites uh, i was i was joking i thought you didn't like no, it. no no i do i there's <laughs> not much i don't like honestly okay well anyway uh i make the stuff fresh every day which i find that uh coleslaw in particular if anybody's listening i've tried to uh, make it last but it's never the same it's never the same uh if you make it each day it's going to be 10 times better yeah absolutely it's one of my favorite things on a hot dog actually well and i like sauerkraut too Mm -hmm. um that's why the mustard is like eh, because i kind of like those things and i'm more of a mayonnaise based person anyway not ketchup and mustard somewhere in between depending on my food um but i do like hot dogs just a side note like one of my favorite things growing up i played a lot of golf Mm-hmm. Or something I did in between playing soccer or to fill summers here and there, and <clears throat> but my favorite thing was to eat two hot dogs between rounds. I mean, it's just like it felt like a rite of passage of completing nine holes, you know. So um, it was part of the reward system that I tried to do. And I was a kid, so you know, I was stuck at the golf course either way till my parents came back and picked me up, or the girl who watched me or helped my parents during the summer so um, that was my food and my parents just gave me enough to make sure i could get those two hot dogs a bag of chips and a and a soda so i didn't have any more to blow or or on anything else Mm -hmm. um but it was i mean i think what i like about it and what we don't concentrate enough on the hot dog because now we have this burger boom you have the five guys you have the um and my particular interest in, in you, Jason, and sort of what you're doing with your brand and your mindset and what I see is that you do have the five guys, the Smash Burgers, the whatever other burger companies there are, Shake Shack. They've concentrated on the burgers and their good markets. So Shake Shack, I think, maybe has a hot dog and five guys too, but it's not their core business. And it is an American pastime as well as internationally in Europe, the sausages and stuff like mm-hmm. that, particularly out of Germany and so the thing is is with the right variations you know we have seen some of these like chicago hot dogs and places Mm -hmm. do it but on a broader scale it's part of what we do on our barbecue when Mm -hmm. we're in the summer um but hot dogs are an easy way for us to spread a hot dog and whatever we want on top of it and hand delivered Mm -hmm. into our mouth so i feel like it's this pastime and it's something that you know, with the right things that are going on in the world, 
that more people are going to go back to these things as a comfort food um, and they're going to see it as hot dogs really aren't that bad for you like we we say they are people worry about it, but no hot dogs are actually just great you load it up you can put coleslaw on them they're mm-hmm. a great way to get protein okay we you know just like burgers it should be a past thing we go in fast casual Mm-hmm. fast whatever and so what i like about your business and what your mindset is in our conversation your growth mindset is you see that there is a bigger picture here for the things you are doing around hot dogs for example right um and so I, well let's talk a little bit more about we um where the future lies okay um right now well I had the uh, idea at the beginning of the year. I had my monetary goals, and I wanted to be consistent, and I wanted to, to meet a certain number, okay? Um, and then on top of that, my business is usually Monday through Friday, and then on Saturday, I try to go once a month and do something extra, you know? Yeah. And it could be anything i mean it could be a birthday party or it could be at the state park or you know it could be downtown in uh the city where i live they have a a thing once a month for small businesses they can they can do that um so i try to do something once a month at least and that way i don't quite get worn out because if i was doing something every weekend uh, I'd probably want to take another day off during the week. Uh, but as far as my goals, I have been able to meet uh, almost all my goals this year so far. Um, I have a few left. I'm trying to work out. Um, but, you know, as far as growing, um, I can grow, I believe, in a couple of different directions because I have a, a, special, a specialized topping for one of my hot dogs um and it was popular and so what i decided i wanted to do i said i was going to try to jar this item and um so that went down a rabbit hole all on its own um so i have taken some time and uh tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed um i failed several times on that one side of my business to try to move this uh, this item uh, this jar it's it's actually called candied jalapenos which a lot of people did not know what it was uh, when I was selling Delicious. it on my uh, hot dog cart but I said they're great you can try them on anything which you really can I I didn't try them on hot dogs first but I liked them so much that I decided I'm gonna include it and what that did was it made my hot dogs interesting it was something that not everybody has um other people have ketchup mustard mayonnaise and they can make a good hot dog but for me i'm the only one that i know of that has that on there and it was something that i could sell individually uh person to person and I wanted, I said, you know what, I think this stuff is, could move forward and be something even bigger. And so that's when I started looking around and trying to study all of the different uh, food laws, 
what you can do, what you can't do, uh, and it is different sometimes yeah. state to state. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm sure Justin can, knows way more about that than I do. Uh, but uh, hey, every every business is different. Every right. county is different. Your experience is probably way different than mine anywhere else. Right, right. Um, so that was my goal, yeah. and that was about you know three years ago. I started to try to go down that road to try to expand my business. I have thought about expanding my business with another person and another cart because realistically, hot dog carts aren't that expensive when you compare that to a fully dressed uh, food truck. Absolutely. Food agree. trucks are. In, in my opinion, they're, they're pretty expensive. Not in, as expensive as a restaurant, but uh, hot dogs, you know, it's something that most people in America can do. Uh, so that would be another option for me. If I keep the same uh, uh, list of things that I sell uh, and just go for more volume, which would be multiple locations at the same time um then i that would have to hire somebody to do that uh, to run one cart while i run the other one or vice versa or my son get interested <laughs> yeah there you go build start building the legacy right 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 now right. the family and i and i think that's what it what it is is how now that you know the business, can you replicate it where you've defined all the things out, which I'm sure you have, where you can then pass it on to someone where they can at least, they operate the business to a level of efficiency that would, would still be um, good for you to keep growing if it were more than one person. That's a, and I agree with you because on the other hand, if you go to New York City, you see how many falafel carts, shawarma carts, hot dog carts, so on and so forth there. But I do agree that if it's done properly and the brand that you're building and the time that you've taken at the beginning to start off small and learn has been is essential in that because you've yourself had to do the business, do the cart, move around, get the experience, understand what it's like to build it, how important the person running it is to that experience with the clients and the personality. Because... It's not like a restaurant where there's waitresses running back and forth. It's a, you only have so much time with that client. You don't have a, their full lunch time. You interact with maybe two seconds while they order. And then the reputation is also not only in that interaction, but then the delivery of that good food while you're also trying to interact with other people. Yes. So. Yes. Um, I found uh, it was about 180 degrees from what I, what I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm not... I don't really consider myself a uh, people person. It doesn't come easy to me, but it's something that I work towards. I, I, I work towards uh, trying to be nice, but trying to be pleasant. Um, and it was something that I've worked on and I've tried to get a little bit better, a little bit better. And I understand from a customer's point of view what they're coming and what they're expecting. Uh, they want the food to be clean and you they want the what they're looking at to be clean and pleasant um and you know they don't want it to be too expensive or yeah. they're not going to come back as often um 
so I was going for that, and I was also going for, um, you know, the person serving it being pleasant. Uh, so I try to be nice. And uh, also what I, I strive to do also is not just slapping it down, slapping it together and just throwing it together like it's a mess. Um, I might have a long line of people, but uh, each person in front of me, I try to take it to make their food look nice. Absolutely. Know? And I always get comments about that. Um, you know, you know, multiple people behind the person ordering, they'll change their order. They'll change yeah. their order because they see what I made and they said, I want that. You yeah. Know? So I try to, um, you know, if I'm using coleslaw, for example, just the extra step of, uh, making sure it's not wet yeah I mean, you can avoid that to a certain amount but you you know and well, then and the quicker you deliver it then i gotta imagine the less wet the bread is right so if they're getting two hot dogs you probably make the one with the coleslaw last um i try to do uh i don't get that caught up into it <laughs> yeah. i do i do it as quick as i can but uh at the same time i try to not uh some people are very particular, you know, as you know, in the food industry, yeah. they, they want it to be, you know, they don't want their bread wet or they want their ketchup and the mustard in the bottom of the bun. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I've, I've heard all different kinds. So it doesn't, uh, it's not a, a problem for me whenever people request that, but sometimes they have to remind me. That's the only problem I've run into is that they want me to remember when you know they're one of 500 people yeah. you know so uh it I, tr I try to remember but as best i can do but i'll have to ask them what did you want i'm sorry i i, I remembered part of it but i couldn't quite remember you'll have to tell me again you know so, yeah. so you have to approach that kind of carefully as well. well and it's better better than giving them the wrong thing i think probably 100 mm percent -hmm. um at least from my own experience mm -hmm. um so we had talked a little bit about, um, gosh, I was going to jump on to something. Um, so we had talked about next steps, and you talked about both expanding the carts, and then we talked about, you know, the canning of some of your items that you had. And, but there was a third one. So is there a, another one that you sort of got rattling around in there? or As far as expanding the business? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um I'm always open for learning new new things. Um, the other things that I was thinking about was uh, adding other things to go along with the uh, jalapenos. As far as a you know, then you're building a brand. Yeah. Um, sort sort of my business name was uh, focused around hot dogs in the beginning, so I I went ahead and made the choice to change my legal name to something a little bit more broad because I was making something that wasn't directly related to hot dogs. You can put it on hamburgers or you could put it yeah. on Ritz crackers or, or uh, you know, eat it right out of the jar. I like them on Tostitos myself. But um, so I did that and um, other items as well to build that brand. Like, yeah. you know, so... Uh, I just kind of went back and decided some of my favorite recipes. Now, this would be stuff that wouldn't necessarily go with hot dogs, 
but uh, stuff that I always would enjoyed and what I thought was unique. Um, so I always like the reaction when I, I tell people, you make what? Yeah. You make, what is that? I've never heard of that. And uh, you'll find that uh, in different places, uh, people have stuff like that all the time. Yeah. It's just what we've been exposed to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, exposure is a big part of it. And, and expanding our palate becomes mm-hmm. part of our understanding and tolerance and mm-hmm. exposing ourselves to more. I think if we do it through food, that's a huge thing. Yeah. And so let's talk about this a little bit. What is your favorite hot dog combo? Like if you make yourself one, what does it look like? Oh, uh, I can go a couple different ways. Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, the the big hot dog I have is is an all-beef hot dog. I haven't mentioned that, but all my hot dogs are all beef, uh, which I did not think was going to be a big deal at the beginning. But as it turns out, it was a wise business decision. But it's an all-beef hot dog, quarter pound, and um, regular bun, ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, and slaw um and then i put a couple of the candied jalapenos on the top that's a good that sounds amazing yeah it's pretty good so i mean okay and what's your best seller oh well just ketchup and mustard really yep that's it that's the that's regular hot dog okay and do you do specials here and there and how do you come up with some of these creative toppings i mean i'm i'm really curious because you you're expanding yourself and you come up with little things the candy jalapenos with the and with mayonnaise mustard and ketchup i mean that's a Mm -hmm. uh i mean do you just experiment do you experiment with your kids do your family i mean that's that's how it goes i experiment with the kids uh but a lot of times these things are around us all the time we just never think of it that way you know what i mean like uh your grandmother's recipe that your family has been making for years and years and you might think of well nobody's interested in that but they they are yeah. you know um and this was something not a family recipe um that like those jalapenos that i mentioned uh it wasn't a family recipe but it was something that i came into that i said whoa you know this is good and i have had that reaction over and over again it it makes me feel great, uh, especially if it's something you know that I've made. I've put the time into it to make it. Um, so I was like, let's let's keep doing this. Let's yeah, see how far I, we can we can go with it. If it's if it's really that good, I think you know it. We can hold it up to the fire and see if it's it's good enough. You know. Yeah, and something. I mean. I see something with you. You have a lot of knowledge, and it's mm-hmm. in there, and you're very – and your hot dog knowledge, like I, everyone can probably hear I say hot dog funny. I'm from Maryland, so I don't quite have you're a southern fine. accent. I don't quite have a New York accent, and then throw Colorado and Georgia in the mix now, and I'm all mixed up. <laughs> and so um, the hot dog thing is is – I like what you're doing because I feel there's so much there for you and your knowledge and whether or not you take it in to be, okay, here's a cookbook per se of all the things you can do with hot dogs or toppings or things or these are recipes that you know and you do and you've experimented that you yourself won't turn into brands. 
but maybe recommend other people because I think there's a knowledge there. I mean, that's one huge way to get something out there and be like, I'm the hot dog man, for lack of a better term. But the other one is is the blogging about it of the recipes and, and the interest that we all secretly have for our enjoyment for hot dogs. I mean, hands down, I will choose a hot dog and a hamburger. How, burgers, hamburgers are my favorite thing on earth, mm-hmm. no problem. Like... I've the one of my only write ups at food service partners is because I said in front of all the employees I fucking love cheeseburgers, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, you know that's how I feel. But I like hot dogs too and sandwiches. I like the variation you can do with bread and meat and toppings. And so hot dog falls into that love for me, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason you know. I love talking to you so much and, and why every time you come in here, I'm like, oh, gosh, bring Jason and we'll keep, you know, however we can. I don't know how long it's going to take, but we'll keep moving forward because I believe in what he's doing. But the other thing is, is I think there's probably with having children and, and they're wanting to get involved in the business and social media. And I haven't even asked you that question yet of how you use social media or if you do. But I've got to imagine that there's a world of knowledge here on the way you do hot dogs or um, even if it's not directly people coming to your cart, but building that brand awareness and building the and, and grabbing into that hot dog community as an expert of just becoming that person. Like, here's my weekly creation of a hot dog for this week. I'm going to try it on my cart. We're going to see what happens because it's a matter of taking what we have inside and pushing it outward too. So I love all three of your things. Um, I just thought of those other two just because... I know what's in there, um, and I'm not trying to give anything away, but I do know that if we really look at it, um, it's an untapped market, and there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of people with sausage and hot dog experience in the sales side, in, in the community side. We use them at ballparks. We have them on golf courses, like I just said, but truly making it what it is like you have very you go into a burger you can do burgers 10 million ways yes yes same is true for hot dogs and same is true for the meat in the hot dog you can do chicken turkey Mm -hmm. beef we talked about bison and so we're going to start to see this layering and you know no different than pizza and burgers this is where this is something we need to look at, especially as we've made them all natural and, and done mm-hmm. things like that and and done the things that you're talking about and fresh, your coleslaw is fresh. Those are important things to keep the quality of what we're talking about here. So um, those well, are just some cool things because I like what you're doing and I like your creativity. I was uh, going to say, I, I really appreciate the... The compliment you mentioned about, um, you know, as far as the knowledge goes, I, I feel sometimes like a, I might go on and on. I'm, I'm sorry about that if I, if I'm going on and on. But uh, you, you no. mentioned like into a cookbook. You know, that was interesting because I've never really thought about that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, uh, good point. Maybe I need to start scrapping all these things together and and uh, putting it in one compilation, and that would be an interesting thing. Uh, but that would be another side of uh, marketing it. Um, Absolutely. You, you're hitting, uh, you know, I guess if we take a step back and, and went to the marketing side. Um, when people see something on the shelf and then they see something in, in another area, 
you know, uh, whether it be on the bookshelf or listening to it on the radio or something on the back of their, you know, they're printing advertisements on the back of the receipts now. Yeah. Um, that's all a, a, a compilation of, like, marketing. You're getting hit from all directions. Absolutely. And uh, I'm no marketing guru either, but, uh, you know, I've just, I've just tried to read up on things. I've just tried to read up on things and, uh, and kind of educate myself. I'm not an expert, uh, but, you know... I try to make the best um, educated decision. Yeah. You know? And so this is what I like about this conversation a little bit is that I think that you've spent a lot of time around this, whether it's Mm -hmm. ideas for maybe hot dogs themselves or sausages um, and expanding that and then that moving into something. The other thing that I just want to talk about while we're talking about and and put out to the audience is we often think that we need to concentrate on one thing in our business. Oh, we need to concentrate on the operations or the co-packing or the the whatever, but there's always downtime that we tend to fill with other things at home or or stuff or fill with operations that we don't necessarily need to be operating or we're just being double checking things for the sake of doing it. Um, which is always good, but at some point, doing the things that build your brand, even if it doesn't, you can't honestly see the direct to sales right now, mm-hmm. um, especially with things like social media. Th- we're in a world where we don't know where that brand recognition or those expertise, because while you may not consider yourself an expert, to me who doesn't do anything with hot dogs, you are my expert. And so that's how do we get that information out there? Because there is a world out there that wants to know and has interest in hot dogs, probably their favorite food. We talked a little bit about it. I think I don't remember if it was before this, but hot dogs are the only thing that you ate growing up, you know, Mm -hmm. and your daughter's is now chicken. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so we attach onto these things very strongly and you have an emotional attachment to it. Plus, you've now built a business to it so now it's your livelihood and now it's your baby in another sense and part of your Mm -hmm. legacy and so you know it's that whole thing is now becoming entirely the Osteen brand the super dog the super Mm -hmm. yum the Osteen family brand all of it's now coming into this because you're an entrepreneur and I think that it's so cool what you're doing, honestly. And um, getting the knowledge first and starting off small uh, is absolutely the way to do it. And you don't know it yet, I don't think, but I think the world is thirsting for that knowledge. Hot dogs are a very big thing. Um, And you have kids probably about the age that could just love social media, so. Yes, and thank you again for that compliment. I, I appreciate it very much. Um, I was going to say, um, you know, sometimes there's, there's a lot of points, uh, to hit on when you mentioned that and I, I've lost them already. Um, um, take your time. It's okay. But as far as, uh, mm, I don't, I don't. No, I mean, do you guys use social media? Um, oh, well, as far as social social media goes, um, I do have a Facebook account, and 
I have two different ones for my business. Uh, one of the ones was for just my hot dog cart. So I originally tried to encourage people, and, and I, it grew. Now, the other, si- other side of the business was just for the Super Yum Foods brand. And that was one that I took a hands-off approach. I'm just going to say I put it on the label, and when people buy it, I'll tell them, yes, ma'am, there's a Facebook page and I tried to include recipes that would be different uh, than what you might be used to, like a potato salad. Instead of uh, pickles, you chop up the candied jalapenos and put it in that. Um, And a lot of people say, ooh, that sounds good. So uh, that seems to grow quite a bit as well. Uh, but, you know, it's in the developing stage. It's it's not a huge following yet. Uh, but I just want to kind of make it as a little bit of a database to see what other things you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Or on my hot dog side, uh, I might want to include some of the locations where I might be if, if they were wondering where I was that day. I, d- I still have customers that are just general public and they have my information so they'll contact me hey where are you today and as there's only one location that i go to where it's not really open to the general public but um the other four days of the week they can find me yeah that's you know? pretty awesome mm-hmm. and so i'm i mean we talked a little bit about um the moving around and stuff and then the social media so do you publish it then on social media when you're at the open places i mean do Mm -hmm. you communicate that way i mean do you manage the account i mean how yes you're doing all of it yourself i imagine so yes as far as the uh special uh locations that i go to i try to make it a a point on on social media to always include that Um, sometimes i go to the state parks which is not um every month so whenever I do have that, I'm, I make sure to put that on social media so people that follow me can see. And uh, I always find that I'm, I'm, uh, when I really make a good-looking hot dog, I try to take a picture of it and post it online yeah. because that makes a big difference, too. If it looks good, you know, it's going to make people hungry. <laughs> yeah, and people like hot dogs. So, I mean, that's part of what I'm asking because I think that you have such a, a skill set and you care and i mean we're talking about some of these specialty items like your your the the candied jalapenos again which i think mm-hmm. um i'm very excited for because i think they're an amazing product do you then when you're experimenting and stuff do you then do weekly specials so there's always something for the crowd that wants to try something different i mean does that ever happen i mean i don't it's it's hard for me to know because I'm not sure, you know, we talk about the candy jalapenos and how that came about. This other stuff, you just try it and see if it works or you just put it as a possible add-on and see if people gravitate towards it. Um, it right now, it would be just an add-on. Yeah. Um, I am open for um, making, you know, kind of deals uh, certain times of the week or, or maybe one week of, of the month something like that i am open for that but i haven't actually gone that route yet um 
and maybe it's just one of those things it's kind of like a, a, a kind of a, a combo deal for me uh, is always with chips and a drink yeah and so um, I try to keep it pretty basic I even keep it kind of basic on the monetary side yeah where uh, I don't have to deal with change. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just keep it on the rounded dollar. Yeah. So that also plays into a, into a, a fact of what I'm charging, yeah. uh, you know, what I'm selling. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, because giving change on top of running a business, if you can just move cash or mm -hmm. just a straight line, I agree with you. Um, when you're trying to move people through a line, it's a lot easier that yeah, way. Yeah, there was a trick about that. I, ha I have to include, I had to make sure that it was okay with my Department of Environmental Health, but I only keep one hand wrapped, you know, and I, I, I make it, uh, I use my utensils, but then my other hand is unwrapped, so I deal with the money with it. Yeah, you know, so that uh, works out perfect. That's works awesome. Out, that That's works awesome. out great. Little tricks of the trade. Yes, yes. So, um, where can they find you on social media? Uh, what's your your handles? Okay, my hot dog is going to be Super Dog D A W G. Um, but there are multiple people with that name. Uh, but I'm in uh, Douglas, Georgia. And I also have my uh, my food business name, which would be Super Yum. That's Y U M Foods. Um, and you'll see a jar of candied jalapenos on the front there. Awesome! Thank you, Jason, and thank you for coming in today. Um, as we start to wrap things up um, for episode one seventy six here. Um, is there anything you want to share with entrepreneurs out there or the audience that you feel that is something that you learned that um, you feel would be essential for them to know now um, that that may have helped you if you would have known earlier on? People, uh, people can get inundated with uh, knowledge, and I find that it's not necessarily the knowledge. Uh, you just have to pick a starting point. You know, it kind of got thrown in my lap to get started on something. But just, it's not that it's, you shouldn't fear it. Uh, as far as learning a business, there's always going to be a learning curve. And if you accept that it, there's going to be a learning curve, just go, just go do it. You know, and it's really easy for a person to say that. But honestly, that's true. You just have to go and do it. Uh, there's no other way to to put it yeah absolutely i agree 100 percent. well mm -hmm. thank you jason again for coming in today mm -hmm. um thank you for thank the you. audience for listening in um if you like what we're doing here guys share the episode and just as you know to get the audience involved i would love if everyone would email me or dm me on instagram uh, what is your favorite hot dog i'll share with jason and maybe he'll do some pictures on his instagram accounts for us of some of the hot dogs he'll create but if everyone sends in your favorite hot dogs we'll pick a bunch of of some of the random yummy ones and i'll have jason mix them up for us uh and do some pictures so uh send me your favorite hot dogs uh hot dog styles toppings whatever it is um you can do that at justin and the food entrepreneurs on instagram again at justin and the food entrepreneurs dm us uh, we'll collect all your photos or ideas for hot dogs or favorite toppings and we'll get jason back 
in and he'll do some stuff on his instagram and and we'll have some fun together well i don't have instagram uh, no instagram <laughs> we'll do some stuff on his facebook yeah there you go so we'll work on that instagram we'll get his kids involved so <laughs> there you go thank you guys for listening in and have a great day